0: what's up it is 3 p.m on a sunday afternoon thanks for tuning in to cannabis legalization news where we explain marijuana laws so you can change them today we're basically doing a uh, state roundup hey tom hey Mickey. hey what's up man hey,
1: thank you so much you. for joining us and happy mother's day to all the mothers
0: oh at- yeah happy mother's day yeah yep. happy mother's day
1: happy mother's day man i'm telling you there was a lot of good cannabis news floating around thank you so much for joining us my name's tom you can find me on instagram at cannabis industry lawyer go there and send us your dank pictures of legal weed so that we can get you and do shout outs for you on uh name the strain later it's been a busy busy week right it's been a minute It's been a minute. I mean, it's it's crazy busy out there. The amount of cannabis
0: news is obscene. Yeah. Uh, Start with Tennessee, limited Tennessee medical marijuana compromise bill heads to governor's desk. Compromise bill. Tennessee. I mean, that's one of those
1: states where when you're getting into that, you're getting into it. And then we have another state that happened over the past week that you're like, wow, now we're really starting to crack into it. If those states are starting to legalize, you know.
0: Well, and this is why I don't play that game no more. What state's going to legalize? Like I never saw South Dakota, North Dakota, anybody doing those things, you know, and, and, and it's always about the process and, and, and how you, uh, you know, your constituents or whatever bills are in play. in because we already know marijuana is more, more popular than anybody like Republican, Democrat. It, it's it's a no brainer, this 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 thing. But, yeah, with Tennessee, though. Tennessee,
1: that's amazing. And then, so let's go into the specifics of Tennessee. What else is going on in the Tennessee thing? So Tennessee legislature on Wednesday sent the governor a bill to expand the state's limited CBD program and commit, a commit and create a commission to study broader medical
0: marijuana legalization. What a bullshit. CBD program. <laughs> the legislation represents a compromise between reformers borders and opponents. Those advocates, though advocates remain disappointed that more comprehensive medical cannabis legalization measures were rejected in committees earlier sessions. Yeah. I mean, A CBD program? CBD program? What what do you
1: want to do? Go back to 2007? I I realize most of the CBD cultivars uh, arise after 2007, but still. uh, And then study. Study the larger amounts of medical cannabis. What? Like, all the other states and all the, the science out of Israel for the past few decades. Oh, and every other study that the government has ever funded that has found out that they, they are scheduling this thing incorrectly. All of that was just not enough. Tennessee or,
0: needs more study. Or the actual patent 6630507. Like right. like the one that actually proves that there's a medicinal value, you know, amongst other changes. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's one of those deals where when that happens, you're just like, God damn it. I wish I was a cat because uh, you just you have to deal with these people. And it seems so absurd and arbitrary and crap. And you're like, and this is this is reality. You're not you're going to have no medical cannabis program and you're going to say we're going to study it. Great.
0: You know, what's funny. This this occurred to me today as you know, we talk about the process, the legislation, and whatnot. And like this whole uh, left, right, Republican, Democrat type thing where it's like the, the liberal agenda or the right agenda or the left agenda. You really can't have a freaking agenda because this legislation proves still that even with all everything we know. Tennessee still kind of, what, we're in 1999-ish, you know? Not
1: even, because they didn't have CBD. In, well, they didn't know of CBD in
0: 1999,
1: so, like, it's just... It- <laughs> The yeah, prejudice against the plant is thick. And yes. so, like, you know, more prejudice against the plant. That's all that is. And and then it that's it was voted quite well. I mean, like, it, it appears that there's going to be a nine-member commission that will be tasked with analyzing federal and state cannabis laws and helping to prepare legislation to legalize medical marijuana. The uh, measure states that the implementing a medical cannabis market will be incumbent on Congress rescheduling the plant. So they're saying that their medical weed ain't coming to Tennessee until legal weed comes to America,
0: which is – terrible but you know like it's a weak sauce so like on either party for this particular state for this particular moment everybody can say yes i support it because shit ain't gonna happen for another you know this is a yep. weak weak stance and, and like we saw again with alabama you know that uh
1: <laughs> that's me i'm a guy from tennessee you see how i've like totally crashed and i don't have any brain it's just eyes and a mouth this is a person from tennessee
0: seriously though like 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 what, what, what point are, what is the the procrastination why why are we putting right. this off where where's the you know the studies to save the children why why right it's, it's not this is these are all irrelevant issues that they're just
1: uh, no, the stress is getting to me the stress is so getting to me i just i i think i've gone bald That's I, you point. know this is this is what would happen like it's just all the stress
0: do that make you move and try to get some trails too? So, anybody who's like doing more than smoking can be like, Whoa, dude. Right. right. <laughs> but remember, right. so, yeah. Alabama, though, we just covered it, right? Like, we actually watched the live debate at the uh, and then they was a nine hour filibuster. Nine hour took, filibuster mm-hmm. took until the next day to actually come to a conclusion that was okay, we're going to pass this out of the house, it still has to go to senate. But again, oh, somebody says, I have no sound. Do we have no sound?
1: No, no, I can hear you. Okay, uh, They need to turn up the volume. Oh, hey, if you're joining us from LinkedIn, thanks, because uh, we're actually streaming from LinkedIn now. And so welcome from LinkedIn. Uh, And if you haven't liked our cannabis legalization news page on LinkedIn, please do. Uh, We usually have uh, posts from my blog, Cannabis Industry Lawyer, and other news uh, regarding cannabis legalization on that. There's
0: always a lot going on. I mean, state by state, you know, and you as a lawyer, all this is is just business for me. It's freedom. Mm hmm. You know, it's, it's one day I can drive across state lines and not, yep, be a criminal. I know, I know. Shout out
1: to C three and all of our other members. We really appreciate everybody that likes to hang out and talk about cannabis legalization news in the industry. And if you've uh, enjoy our stuff, you know, consider joining uh, the channel to support it. So what else, man? Uh, I need to get I need to get to the next story because this this one on Tennessee is kind of bumming me out. It seems like it's progress, but it's really not. It's you know what it is. It's one of those hollow Easter uh, bunnies, like where you're like, oh my gosh, look at that! The size of that chocolate bunny. And that chocolate bunny weighs like four cents or four ounces, not even because it's just all hollow. And that's that's really what it is. It's like, oh, wow, they're passing it in, in, in Tennessee. Well, well, what what about their program? So they're going to have up to 09 percent THC. So it's a hemp program. Yep.
0: Yeah. It's, it, but it's another nothing burger that somebody like they're going to argue about this when there doesn't need to be an argument. And, and then the, just dragging this out for the constituency, like just for to have a point right like that's all there is there's no actual for your people there's no you know betterment of your society because legalization would do that instead they're gonna they're gonna say yes i stand for it but we're gonna do this bill at the same time make you mad about like building a wall of some bullshit and even though like it doesn't matter for you in tennessee (laughs) you know, the distraction of uh politics is is way too much but just like with alabama yeah.
1: Alabama did a little bit better than Tennessee. Let's talk about Alabama's program. <laughs> Alabama medical marijuana bill headed by yeah. Governor Kay Ivey's after historic house vote. I tell you though, I mean, like those those poor people from Alabama, they and that's that's one of them that we we listened to. He was one of those guys that was testifying at the hearing. Uh, and so it's pretty good. Like, you know, final approval of a bill that would create a statewide medical marijuana program following two historic votes that spanned more than two days
0: that nine hour filibuster is painful though because there were people making great points about like why they should but the ones that were against were again just stupid idiotic rhetoric uh one guy having bad allegory about how he just came from florida and his son uh his friend's son was uh, an addict and he's like the first thing he smoked was marijuana that's why the gateway yeah. drug and then the other one was uh, uh, more studies needed like this is complete bullshit that they 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 throw out there all the time
1: yeah it's always more studies because all the other studies that have like demonstrated you know medical efficacy and also no death you know that what, what else did, do you want to study about it you know
0: yeah and, and that's the thing is like these people that are that are against cannabis Altogether, like everybody that's against it, politicians, uh, medical. There's, there's got to be some ulterior agenda, right? Why, why, why are we still choosing to to villainize and and put people behind bars? Because that's essentially just all this does. We're not saying it's the only choice for you. We just want you to have a choice, you know, a medicinal right. choice, a wellness choice. It's all. It's an option. Yeah, I mean, that's that's really important. But let's talk more a little bit about the, bu- the bill.
1: It would authorize the use of medical cannabis for about a dozen conditions, including cancer, chronic pain, depression, sickle cell, terminal illness, and HIV AIDS. Patients need doctor approval to use medical marijuana and can only be obtained from special dispensaries. So it's going to be really interesting to see how uh, Alabama rolls this out. I, From what I've heard from Che, uh, who has been on the show before, you know, shout out to her, they are are probably only going to have four licenses. And so right. we're talking like Curl Leaf is happy. You know, like it's going to be a multi state operator that's going to come in and then just own the market, it, which again, we don't need cartels, even ones set up by your state
0: to control the price of marijuana. Well, how, how, how will that work too? Like once the cartels, like, because that's essentially what you, you, you know, the well, it's, it's an oligopoly. And so, like, when we, when we
1: say it's a cartel, it's kind of like a, what we mean it's like OPEC, you know, where they know what the supply is. And so they they control the supply to make sure that they control the amount of revenue that they'll receive.
0: Right. But I'm saying like as, as state by state, as we, as we knock these down dominoes and everybody gets a medical somewhat CBD hemp program, right. It, if essentially it is just a cannabis marijuana program in every state. Yep. What, 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 what's the, the recourse for like, okay, if, cause everybody says, Hey, if every state, you know, if over half the American states uh, legalized cannabis, which they are already at. Right. We we would have legalization by now because of a default, like no, no default. Right. Yeah.
1: That's the thing. I mean, like that's just one of the laws. The reason why you try to get any law that you can on the books, even the unconstitutional ones, is that uh, they stay there for a while for something to get thrown out as unconstitutional. You know,
0: schedule one weeds still there. Yeah, I didn't, you know, I was just watching the 420 documentary, uh, it's called 420 documentary on uh, uh, Amazon, if you got it, you should watch it, uh, because uh, they really get into Anslinger and in how he, in his position for 40 years, Forty. Who, years. Has, who, who else has a job for 40 years in the government structuring policy, and, and, and again, this... Uh, uh, Disseminating lies. Purely disseminating lies.
1: Look at this. We're getting uh, people from uh, LinkedIn are actually watching our stuff. So shout out to LinkedIn. We're actually on that now as well. So that means we're streaming to you on Facebook at Free THC, uh, on our adult use Facebook group, on this channel, and then also on LinkedIn. So awesome. Something that's not awesome about the Alabama medical marijuana law that is going to pass is that the bill forbids smoking, vaping, or ingesting cannabis and baked goods it can be consumed as tablets capsules gelatin or vaporized oil and the bill requires any cannabis gummies manufactured to have one flavor what
0: the fuck what the fear-mongering and just uh uh cornering of the the bill like the cannabis itself like who where did it hurt you why why do, why do you have to like you know limit so many options for a plant you know it's not like with with, with uh oranges you can only have orange juice You know, this this is ridiculous. Uh, The bill um, also uh, uh, the bill passed two floor votes by comfortable margins and appeared to have wide support from Democrats and Republicans. But a small group of GOP legislatures which included. Rep. Mike Holmes, uh, Reed Ingram. Uh, Pike Road, Charlotte Meadows, Montgomery and which Wingo uh, and uh, filibustered the legislation for hours, uh, hurling multiple tax on it again. Nine hours. It, was, it could have been a one day conversation. Yeah. This is why we don't have nice things, because they waste a the freaking time on debates that don't need to be debated. There's nothing wrong with this plan.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. But uh, the filibuster group said that the bill was anti-Alabaman. Uh, or anti-Alabamian, not sure how they pronounce that, would open the door to recreational marijuana, which the bill actually, like, bans. (laughs) So the part of this bill that after it's federally legal will be unconstitutional right there, uh, or had been presented too quickly to the legislature, which, that was hilarious. They they had to get out of, like, seven committees before it came up for a floor vote, you know?
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. I mean, none of this stuff happens fast. Like, all their whining and bullshit rhetoric is just that, is bullshit. It's like okay, this is why we can't have nice things. This is why it's easier to put someone behind bars than has to release them because now we have this hurdle. These, con, this, these constituent people, these legislatures that don't believe in regular common sense, you know, why do they have to uh, control? Why do you have to? And again, I, I, it could be the control for the minorities, you know, cause it's still the poor and and, and who, who are mostly incarcerated for this plant. Yep. And they still had to put up with a whole bunch of hostile
1: amendments to the bill. I mean, hostile amendments to the bill. You can't smoke it. You can't vape it. You can't enjoy it. Like whatever you do, make sure you can enjoy it. And then it has to be like in a pill form, you know, this is going to end up being one of those extraordinarily you, you're not going to be able to get a job in it. Unlike other States, not Illinois, but you know, States like California and it looks like New York's really shaping up to be more like a Colorado, which is pretty freaking awesome. I bet New York industry gets up and going, and then I'll be like sitting here in Illinois going, boy, wouldn't it be nice to be able to actually own a fucking cannabis license as opposed to like, boy, how's that litigation going for
0: the cannabis licenses? Well, and, and in New York, you know, so glad that it happened for them too, because I just got done watching another, uh, uh, well, hell, the, the, uh, like what's going on in Plano, Texas with the, with the protest, you know, mm-hmm. something like that happened in New York years ago where, uh, 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 a black man was incarcerated for marijuana and then died behind bars. Like, that's just how do people magically die behind bars, you know, and this is know. because. You're enabling, you're taking away the power over a plant, right? Like this, now you're not even a human. You don't have rights. That's right. You- And that's one of the things that I've seen going around.
1: They want to amend the 13th Amendment to get rid of that slave clause that, you know, says, like, uh, you're not allowed to have slavery. And then when it goes, comma, accept as punishment for a crime. So they're trying to, to, you know, uh, amend the 13th Amendment to get rid of the slave clause, which I think is good. You know, I don't care that you've committed a crime. You still should not be able to be able to be made a slave then. And so especially if you're going to have weed be illegal, that's just...
0: You're the the punishment does never fit the crime. Not when it comes to cannabis and anything that's, you know, again, we can talk about like not paying your taxes. But until then, it's always about just the plant possession of. Uh, If you watch that 420 documentary, it shows Bush, you know, senior saying, look, we are arresting all users and sellers like there have been. You are the target. If you yeah, smoke you it. were the target, and that was the official policy. Tommy Chong was the target. Lance Glore was
1: the target. You know, that's the Welded Angeles. He was the target. Uh, oh, basically, all of Humboldt County. Uh, and so it's it's ridiculous. I mean, I love hearing this. I shouldn't really love. I find it fascinating hearing the stories from like Kevin Jodry, who's lived in uh, Humboldt for years and years about the helicopters that still come, yeah. and now they're starting to use drones, and then people will just drop out of the sky. Eye, cut down your plants and get back on the helicopter. It's fucking weird. Well, you know, I
0: think you can just take a break now. Cause you know, right now it is 420 something.
1: Yeah, let's all try to calm down. <laughs> Relax, you Not
0: all bad. Not all bad. Not all bad. No, oh, uh, medical marijuana just took a giant step toward legalization in Kansas, of all places. Kansas, I tell you, we're really
1: cracking a lot of walls. Tennessee's didn't sound that good, though. Is Kansas any better than
0: Tennessee's? Let's see, Kansas took the first major step. Well, it's not really through. You know, again, it's going to get. You know, let's hope not. This bill doesn't die in committee. It's yeah. all <laughs> a lot of bills do. Kansas took its first major step on Thursday when conservative Republicans who
1: dominate the Senate, I'm sorry, who dominate the state House, pass a bill that tracks the national trend and bucks federal law. Kansas style legalization would regulate
0: everything from patient access to cannabis advertising. Yeah, it seemed like a pretty uh, wild one. The historic uh, four debate stretched on for nearly five hours, laying bare divisions among Republicans. The bill passed 79 to 42 and heads up to the Kansas State. Some lawmakers argued that legalized medical marijuana fell in line with small government philosophies. I don't get that part. Like.
1: Nice. Uh, Well, yeah, small government, man. It's, it's, you know, why are you sticking your nose in people's business and arresting them for a harmless plant when you could have just collected some tax dollars off of it and made sure through regulations that what they were selling was pure? Oh, you mean freedom, capitalism? Freedom, freedom, capitalism, you know, America.
0: Uh, see the bill uh, see uh, an amendment added Thursday requires conditions on the list to be reviewed every three years with potential to be removed if evidence about the benefits of medical marijuana change Uh, you know again if we can't study it how are we going to know but yet we know because there are patents there are nine federal patients at one time there's (laughs)
1: Dr. Mutual
0: this is you know you just want to hit your head on the wall and and, and just for something (laughs) But yeah, uh, yeah, but then look at
1: that—twenty medical conditions are on it. So they include Parkinson's, PTSD, and epilepsy. An amendment added on Thursday means yeah, the list to be removed. You mentioned that. Uh, bill also includes limitations on the forms of medical cannabis available. In short, people—nothing people could smoke or vape. You know, this happens all the time They did this in Florida They still kind of have yeah. shitty flour in New York You have to have like ground cannabis flour And no more THC than a 20 to 1 blend It's silly And so now, you know The same thing's happening with all these people Physicians would have to get a special state cert To recommend medical marijuana I'd like to see what type of licensing
0: structure they have Did they mention anything like that? I don't think they did But you know what's funny You mentioned about the New York And their grounded up weed Is now that they have recreational Do you you know, it's going to be amazing to see how their, their regulations started out shitty with the ground up weed portion, but then now they're going to go recreational. Woo! Yeah. That, the residents are going to be like, the weed's going to be approving like a, 100% right so away. It,
1: it provided that uh, New York can pull off what, uh, you know, an industry like Colorado or Washington State or, or all the West Coast has done and not uh, some bullshit oligopoly rigged market like you see in uh, like Florida or Illinois.
0: Right. and I, I yeah. think New York, there's so much invested interest there. I think they might yeah. hit it off. Okay.
1: I hope so. And that's one of the things, you know, I'm still still trying to work through some type of deal in Illinois to get rid of the lawsuits and hand out licenses, but people have to make compromises and, and, you know (laughs) – Illinois is not that pretentious of a state, but Chicago is pretentious, and right. so, like they don't want to make deals anyway. Um, but there you go. So Democrats and then uh, Kansas not Illinois offered only a handful of amendments, attempting to wants to set up percentage of licenses for dispensaries or growing operations that must be given to equity groups like Black, Latino, or low-income Kansasians, Kansasians, Kansas,
0: Kansas. Kansas.
1: People of that. Kansas, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Explain they, uh, to us in the comments how you spell your name or say it. Is it Kansians?
0: Kansans? I think enunciate. Right. Uh, we also got now Minnesota Marijuana Legalization. Bill clears the 11th House Committee on it's path awesome. to the floor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, Minnesota does have a, a medical program already.
1: They do. And their medical program is not terrible, but it's it's kind of terrible. It's it's too, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not sure if it's completely vertically integrated. I should talk to my people from Minnesota. But, you know, man, the House Taxes Committee cleared legislation by a vote of 12 to 6. Its next and final committee stop is Wayne's and means. And then you know what happens?
0: Hopefully it doesn't get stuck.
1: No, no, no. no. Floor action. If it gets out of the next Uh, community, they get some floor action. Nice. Uh, uh Yeah. And so it would allow adults 21 and older uh, to purchase and possess up to 1.5 ounces of cannabis and cultivate up to eight plants, four of which could be mature. So the possession limits clearly only make sense when you are going to the dispensary to buy weed. Because if you're able to have four plants in flower and four plants in veg, man, uh, that's going to be more than 1.5 ounces if you Aren't poisoning your plants, you know?
0: Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that, that's going to be a weird one on a force, right? Like, how do you prove that that one point five is from a store versus home grow? Because then all home grow safe. That would just be great. There we go. There we go.
1: So uh, this House majority leader, Ryan Winkler, said that Minnesotans across the state have personal experience with health conditions being improved with cannabis. They have seen the current prohibition model using the criminal justice system has failed to keep cannabis out of the hands of kids, failed to stop the use of cannabis in Minnesota and has, in fact, created more problems than cannabis itself. I agree. I think the cannabis laws, by and large, on the nationwide scale, especially at the federal level with its complete prohibition,
0: does more harm than the cannabis plant itself. Prohibition's failed. It's pure and simple. You know, it's, it's ruined more lives, American lives, you know, everybody's lives, you know. I mean, I, I have to say American because we are. But, you know, overall, right, like this whole – our export of prohibition right with nixon and, and the un has just just gone out of hand nobody's better for this you know what some places will lash you for it and, and beat you why you're you're not servicing your people you're not providing rules that help everybody you know rule number one don't be an asshole i don't know you know it so, uh, there's some other good bills that are out there, man. So yeah. let, let's we'll
1: follow that. Uh, hopefully we can go live with Minnesota vote. And I really want to absorb that bill to see what type of licensing scheme they're going to use. We hope that it's a more distributed type of licensing scheme as opposed to the vertically integrated licensing scheme. So you can have an ecosystem of an industry and innovation, small business as opposed to TrueLeaf and Cresco.
0: Yeah, and then we have Missouri trying to do corrections. Uh, Missouri uh, House Bill gives hope to those sentenced longer than 10 years. Uh, Missouri House Bill is seen as a last hope for some offenders hoping to serve a shorter prison sentence. After the Missouri Supreme Court ruled last year that particular law would not be uh, applied retroactively to some offenders' cases, House Bill 504 became the next best hope for clemency. House Bill 504 states that nonviolent drug offenders sentenced under a particular section of the law with no prior law offenses can become eligible for parole after serving 10 years of their sentence. The bill's co-sponsor, Sherry Tolson Rice, a Republican from Houseville. Wow. Uh, has introduced multiple criminal justice reform bills in a session in Jefferson city. The bills have addressed issues ranging from uh, incarceration to easing employment restrictions for felons upon release. And I actually know in this article, uh, there's actually a gentleman whose lives can be affected by it. Like, The fact that someone is actually going to be helped by a bill that's correcting past uh, convictions for cannabis (laughs) is awesome and horrible at the same time. Like, why should this even be a thing? Right. I mean, like they
1: legalized Well, they haven't legalized it because this is out of Missouri. So I, I'd have to see what it's about more. But that's good that they're they're making this type of progress before full legalization comes. And Illinois looks like it's done something really interesting as well. Illinois lawmakers have approved a bill that legalizes any amount of marijuana and to expunge past records. So Illinois lawmakers narrowly allowed a bill to move to the House floor that would automatically legalize all pan- cannabis possession, regardless of amount. So this hasn't been voted on yet, but there is a bill, House Bill 3085, that would expunge... And remove any criminal record uh, for uh, cannabis pen. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm butchering that sentence. The, the bill's language removes all criminal penalties for possession of any amount of cannabis and automatically expunges any criminal record for someone convicted of a similar offense. That would be fascinating. Now, see about that. Do we have any? Uh, do we have any terms of art that's defined in this new HB thing?
0: How much money do you think Cresco and the uh, GTI is going to fight this? Uh, why would they possess? Why would possession limits be upsetting to them? I think any uh, barrier that knocking down uh, uh possession requirements it will help structure your future market, and it's going to help structure your future culture. And when people don't need the only what? How many uh, growers you got out there? Like six. Uh,
1: no there's i think there's 19 licensed cultivators but there's overlap of ownership and and only a maybe five of them control the lion's share of the market again if i can
0: know if i can walk into a a classroom size place and say this is the whole industry right here and know all your names that's pretty messed up like here in washington there's at least more licenses than that like at least you know providing people a chance to be involved in this market but holy crap dude the fact that you have a Small, you know, that's your industry. That's yeah. sad, right? But that's that's really sweet that they would
1: put together some type of bill that would allow for no possession limits. Yeah, like, no, I think it's great. Uh, and, and then I, I could assume that people would not have possession limits, to, it, like, they still might have the one ounce rule, but that could just be to control supply,
0: you know. Well, uh, any possession, like, if you eradicate the, the possession, like, criminality of it then I can start growing, right? I can start, because there's no, again, if it's, as, if it's as legal as broccoli or tomatoes, then there's no reason for someone to jump my fence for it. There's no reason to, uh, you know, then you become fair fair competition. It becomes learning how to grow. It can becomes learning more about the plant and knowing what you're doing.
1: Well, yeah, but it does say, but not manufacture or production of cannabis. So, like, they're legalizing possession, but not growing. mm Right. And so like we, cause they have, but they have growing rules. Like if you're a medical patient, you have your five plants. And then, you know, if you have five plants, it's like $200 fine, something like that. And so like, you know, if you're, if you're growing ma- uh, marijuana for your personal consumption and you're sticking under five plants and you're, you don't have a medical card, you essentially risk the penalty of what a medical card costs. Mm. Yeah.
0: That's bad, I guess. Then uh what else? Oh, you got your uh well, you're going on tour, right? We're gonna you're gonna be doing the uh out of the uh Peoria tour.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean like that's one of the things. Trying to figure out what Lauren was talking about with the possession limits and shouldn't be having more than one conversation. <laughs> oh
0: because <no. laughs> you asked about the uh what was it the the data, the um the the art, the and that's what uh she was trying to pull up. The uh
1: no I was sure. asking if like it exists anywhere else where there's no possession limits. I don't think plan? so. Like that's one of the reasons why yeah. I was like, "Holy!" I mean, like this bill hasn't been passed yet, but that's really neat. And then you can see what they say and like the the what do they call that? The abstract synopsis. So the synopsis is introduced. It says, you know, you, you can get it expunged for possession, but then it says it's different. You know, expunge all criminal history records of arrest charges, not a blah blah blah, blah uh, and cannabis. And then it goes it says convicted or serving under possession or delivery, and then it says comma what, not manufacturer production. And so then, you know, you could be caught with like five pounds of cannabis and be like, what?
0: Right. Uh, well, th- that's what I'm saying. When you, when you take out this criminality, when you take out this like smells of crime, you know, and then, and then yeah. how does society operate? Sure, yeah, I mean like think about that because that if that happens, then you could just you do
1: you could risk a ticket if you're growing your five plants and you just didn't have I mean like they said that you could get a license to do it. It's called a medical cannabis license patients license uh, or you know you could have as much as you need I mean that that helps because I mean people are just living at home. It, and the, the cultivation knowledge or the, the cultivation, the home cultivation, and the possession limits—they make no fucking sense. It, How can you have that?
0: Yeah, yeah. but and, and, and I think where I'm coming from, I, I, what I think is people—people people are industrious no matter what, right? So if you take away this this low bar, or not this low bar, but the this legality, this 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 criminality of it—if you take it away, then people will be industrious. They'll home grow. They, you might have future side farmer markets like here in Washington when we did have medical cannabis, right? The mm. rule for medical cannabis was you got to have a prescription and uh, uh, that was it. And then so like, Think about the market yeah. that you could
1: do on that. Like if you wanted to have medical home grow, you could kind of do what Minnesota did Minnesota, not Minnesota Michigan did uh, where they had like so many caretakers that you could farm for and your operation would only get up to 72 plants, you know, yeah. that's, that's another aspect of it now if that uh for the cultivation medically allowed you to then peddle it at a farmer's market and you just had to like check their id to make sure that they had their card or you had you'd have to have biotrack somehow integrated into that so if biotrack well
0: you had, don't though see like you're, you're talking for your, no, your sell market you're
1: your being um this is where you are an activist and i'm a pragmatist but and i've so seen it though like, I've yeah seen it i know though. but that was in the past and that ain't gonna happen no more if we want to get back <laughs> to that they're going to need to get their money, and they're going to need to ensure that that stuff has passed. And so, like, they're going to still want a track-and-trace-style system. in a
0: regulated market, but say you take away this criminality in, in, in Illinois, right? And now you've enabled players to be like me, where I can grow some of my house, and then as private citizens, we decided to, to, to get together in a somewhere in a park or, right. or, or a building that we rented, right. and then we, we bring our wares to, like, exchange, and and, invent, and then we can invite the public if they want to come hang out with us like it's all about semantics but it's all about people having balls to do it right because that's the thing about cannabis right we wouldn't have the market we have at all if people weren't willing to just stand up and do a thing. But if it's an unlicensed, unregulated market, the licensed, regulated market gets
1: pissed that they have to play by the rules and you don't. So I was, my thing is like, well, how do you inject the rules sufficiently so you can have a fairly light market? And you really are just going to have to get your cannabis tested if you want to sell it. And then right. you would need a point of sale system like a stripe, like they have them in iPhones. They, they plug in and then that could be integrated with your biotrack t- or your, your metric out on the West Coast, you know, some type of C. To sale tracing system. There's no reason why you couldn't have it be uh, a, something you could check out with at a farmer's market. I
0: just don't know, like in the hot summer sun. but no, say at a farmer's market, the though, terpenes. But in the, it, it happens where you can be in a controlled inside indoor building, right? These were the markets that we used to have. And people bring their wares. The thing is, I don't, I can, I see what you're saying about the testing, but see, that should be for the big boys, for the for the large regulation, for a craft small grower. Like, they don't require me if I wanted to homebrew and I wanted to sell my beer at the farmer's market, I have to buy a license to sell, but that's it. I'm not getting my beer tested. I'm not doing anything. There's that's no, weird. Yeah, there's no quality assurance for beer testing. So, and then again, I live in the state where they decide uh, uh, cannabis, if it's medical, they'll test everything but if it's recreational nah we're not going to test it just THC and whatnot why it's a freaking consumable either way it should be all tested so the the way that people look at the plant is ridiculous and this is what we're still going through with the regulation right like people having these bullshit arbitrary regulations like capping THC at limits because we're not growing people and, and if you require testing and I know what I'm about to consume right that's it yeah but that's and that's why
1: you need that track and trace system. I mean, so, like, how do you know that what's being represented is is that, you know, I mean, that's one of the reasons why there's probably a lot of blockchain startups in cannabis for for tracking specific uh, types of things, as it would be applicable for doing those types of track and trace uh, of the type of strain. So, like, you know, if you. If you're growing, you usually are trying to track them to begin with so you know what you're growing and what week it's on and all that so that you can see where it is in its cycle. Why wouldn't you continue to label that stuff and then keep it packaged and keep some ledger or record of it like, you know, it's, it's harvest dates and what data went into the cure, all that stuff.
0: Well, that's like all the craft stuff, right? Like when you go to a farmer's market where you're at, have you, have you been to a farmer's market where everybody brings their tomatoes or whatever, right? Nobody has a list, I mean, or cheese, like something that needs to ferment or in sit like there are other practices, you know, it's like when, uh, uh, what is it in California? When they had those raids on the organic milk people, you know, it's like, like organic milk raids. That's the, hilarious. Right. But the
1: government's always trying to protect you from yourself. Right. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Uh, you know, if they wanted to
0: buy that raw non-pasteurized milk. Okay. Yeah, as long as you let people know, Hey, this just came out of Betsy. And it's going straight to the bottle. So it's up to you. I'm just saying, man, we need to like be transparent in where the product comes from. But even the regulations are not transparent themselves, you know, to 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 force what should be safety for us. But uh, so you got uh, what's going so on? Yeah. Can- Imp. We're going to be uh, we're going to do a CLN
1: tour. So this summer we're going on tour with cannabis legalization news. And we hope that we see you like i bought tickets to no there's gonna be a few the one in ohio and kentucky that ain't then that's actually gotten pushed back to september so next we're gonna be in chicago on june 24th and 25th come on out to the united states cannabis expo uh and what is it? it's it's cannabisimp.com is where you can get those i went to a few of them last year they're they're good they're good trade shows we're back to trade shows everybody
0: yes yes we're getting there we're getting slowly get get your your shots or just don't go out but you know just oh no get your shots screw that you know get your shots and then head on over to
1: chicago uh we're gonna skip the michigan one we're gonna instead go to seattle washington so i'm gonna be chilling with miggy in seattle around uh july july 15th or 17th when's that fish concert
0: i'm not sure um it's in my calendar though but yeah july is when you'll be out here bro Sweet, sweet. And then, uh, so, uh,
1: and then after that, we're going to do the tri-state over in Philly in late August. Uh, we'll be in Ohio and Kentucky in September. Humboldt for my um, ganja certification. So I'm going to hang out in the Bay Area for a bit and then go up to Humboldt for the, the certification. And I have to get my tolerance up. So please help me smoke a lot of weed, especially high-quality weed, uh, prior to that. That would help. And then
0: uh, St. Charles, Missouri in November. Nice. Nice. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you in person and doing the live together.
1: Yeah. And then we should have shirts here in a couple of weeks. So tune in. Thank you guys for uh, watching and supporting the channel. Don't forget to hit them likes and then subscribe. Maybe hit the bell and then uh, let's uh, play some Name That Strain and give away something for a winner. Should they play for uh, a T-shirt, Cannabis Legalization News T-shirt, or should they get uh, one of my old books? t-shirt dude let's go for the t-shirt all right those shirts we got a name all right fun
0: one this is a fun one this one's been in the news (laughs) look how pretty it is though that's a definitely a hunter forest green oh and look how red those hairs are that is a quite the contrast between the deep
1: forest green and the, the red uh, uh, hairs of the pistolet. So, yeah, man, that, that kind of reminds me of like a pine tree almost.
0: You, you mentioned the news, and Boots said it went for purple, but unfortunately not, brother. It's not a, uh, hopefully purple is really purple. <laughs> no, this is uh, <laughs> Oh, we got Kev. Kev Liv got Skittles. it. Skittles.
1: Shout out to Skittles and Turpogs. They... Um, this is one of the things, man. Uh, like I don't know, oh, oh, and then hey, tell him to go, you know, follow me at Cannabis Industry Lawyer on Instagram and, and DM us and get us his uh, address so we can uh, send him out a shirt. But that's one of the things that they run into with regulations. I don't think the Skittles name, in and of itself, would have been approved by regulators in Illinois.
0: Well, again, Gorilla Glue. I mean, all glue these different. Became, that's why it's
1: GC4 now, yeah. or is GG whatever it is. You know, like so they just went to the abbreviations of it. <laughs> So how few, how little does it need to be before it skittles? And that's so wrong because, like, when they grew that plant and they smelled it, it was because it had that fruit flavor smell, like the rainbow. Like, what are they – how lame, how, how worse would sales have been had they named that
0: mixed fruit or fruit salad? Well, that would be a good one. Fruit salad would be good. But, again, they're not. people are not very uh, creative like you got fruit loops what other ones are out there that uh, uh you know Rookie became gc uh, gsc or whatever yeah but it's just like, uh, you know, it, it, but again, it's a bullshit because it's like with the branding and here in Washington State, it's like, what about the children? We don't want them to be confused, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, like they might confuse the Fruit Loops that I'm smoking with the ones that you buy. <laughs> like <Right>. what? <laughs> they said this was Girl Scout cookies. Oh,
1: kids love Girl Scout cookies so much that they sell them. <laughs> but you can get
0: cotton candy vodka.
1: Yeah, that's right. You can buy cotton candy, whipped cream, vodka. That's fine. And you can buy as much of it as you would like.
0: Seriously, uh, it, it's, it's, it's a, the, the, the great hypocrisy of it all. Uh, idiocy. I don't
1: know. Yeah, well, collectively, we are quite wise, and, uh, but we are also very, very stupid.
0: So let's uh, let's put some shade on the uh, cookies. Jay on the cookies what's up burner Wait a minute. All right, are Wait you guys fucking up to name that strain uh,
1: sufficient enough because somebody named it right we got them and wow. then uh, we didn't have it. there was no submitter on that you know so do oh, yeah. DM us some, some good weed picks. but Skittles is believed to be an indica dominant marijuana strain oh, yeah. bred from a mix of grape ape and grapefruit crossed by another undisclosed strain and it produces this candy flavored strain by, bred by third gen family and Turpogs the chunky colas explode in a spectrum of light green
0: hues and emit a sweet tropical blend of fruity flavors i had some out here some skittles and uh i'm uh, not impressed but again it could be the grow i don't really put a lot of heart into like these descriptions because i mean you really need a new a good grow to achieve all those fine terpene you know values you know the good purging extraction all that stuff whatever case it is the process i just like okay it's good weed <laughs> oh, man.
1: Yeah. And then I want to give a shout out to Mars Hydro on that one. Uh, so oh, yeah. here, like Mars Hydro, they uh, sent us one of those $900 lights. So it's an FC6500 and we're going to be doing a run with it. And the soil got cooked up and it's going to be this organic super soil in theory this would be one of those beds that you might be able to become regenerative where you could mix back mix the soil back in uh, really looking forward to this run of medical for uh, from this little patient here i tell you but, uh, the, i mean it's 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 like a five by five tent and it's a, it's a really nice light spectrum where they're very spread out so the that's one of the problems with a lot of those grows that you have you know you just get that one light like maybe like a quantum board or something yeah uh, this one's um, even dispersion and even dispersed. So like there's really no uh, uh, co- like the coverage issue is really broad and, and and good. And then you can dial that sucker all the way up and, and then all the way down. Uh, really excited to see what that is. And so, uh, yeah, follow the channel for some some coupons. Well, have some coupons for Mars Hydro.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to your footage too, man. Just to see the uh, the process. Where are you you at now? You just setting up? You can get the dirt and and Uh, the dirt's been
1: ready. And then the uh, seeds are popped. The seeds are probably going to be ready to be planted into the dirt next week. So uh, next week, uh, we'll do the. We had the lights set up and the dirt. Set up uh, that I gotta edit that video and post that next week. And then the seeds or the plants now should go in. And then, you know, week one, or and then we just name it for veg and then name it for flower. Yeah. And of course, we will be touring around. So, like, uh, but we'll make enough of them. I mean, thanks for Mars Hydro mailing me a good piece of equipment.
0: Well, the amount of knowledge you're gonna gain from this, dude, because it just takes that firsthand interaction personal experience to to know what's good weed really uh you know uh, that, that's it really uh but um yeah let me go back to my shade <laughs> go back to shade bro Just, i'm really disappointed in the, this is the mso issue right this is that when things get so big because like burner he's been praised as as brilliant and, and i get it you're big bro you're like you're a big company with different right. little uh, uh like 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 subway you're a franchise somebody somebody's making decisions not for you right but they're also representing you and your brands. Uh, uh, Jeske, uh, I hope I say his name right. Or is it, uh, Heskey Horton, uh, activist out of Oregon. Uh, he's also, uh, I think, uh, co-founder of, uh, uh, minority, uh, business, uh, uh leaders, mm-hmm. um, something like that. But, uh, um, in his post on Instagram, uh, he wrote, "So at Cookies Portland five hundred three comes to me to buy weed for their grand openings. I pull my best, send it over. Three weeks later, I don't hear anything. I hit them up. They say they rejected my weed and won't put it on the shelf. I'm mm-hmm. confused as fuck. Yeah, and this is one. This is right. so weird. I'm confused as fuck. And while they promote all our competitors, later on someone hits us up, uh, hits us up with this. I'm floored." One more reason to support local farmers and F big cannabis sometimes. Shit, so what he's talking right now, he's showing a picture of the if we can zoom in on that, that, that the actual uh, picture. But what he highlighted, if we can't zoom in or whatever uh, in these regulated markets, they have to annotate the producer who brought that. And right there, it says loud brought that. Why would cookies tell him they're not using his stuff? Right. And again, I, I don't know how the money transaction here. Do you front them? Them? I wouldn't think you would front them. I mean, I get your pissed. They should be promoting you because they're using your weed. But it seems to be just the great stupid at this point right now. Like, like, how do you get so big? You try and do business with like, again, one of the biggest minority cannabis activists out there in Oregon and then stiff them. Seemed like a pretty dumb uh, decision on yeah. my part. Not only that,
1: like they they rejected his supply, and then they bagged it up and sold it. So, like, how much volume is cookies selling because of the brand that it made? People are just like, oh, I got to go buy that cookies. Oh, and by the way, like, that cookies brand, doesn't that appeal to children? So how is that going to get into new states? Because, like, a lot of these regulations, when it comes right down to it, says you can't have cannabis branding names, whatever, that appeal to kids. And – what the fuck appeals to kids more than cookies, seriously? And so, like, was the sales so high that eventually they were just like, fuck it, sell that one stuff we said we rejected. What it, it, Did they think that they weren't going to find out? I mean, like, it's one thing. So, A, you've stiffed him. So now he's got uh, some AR that's, you know, going past 90 days, becoming uncollectible, and then thinking, like, you got to call a lawyer like me to go sue these guys. Right.
0: Um, and, and then you find out that they're actually selling it, too. But why would you just dangle on somebody like that? Like, like to me – this is where the business, the 502, or not 502, that's the the, the, the law here in Washington, right. but the, uh, the recreational side of things sometimes, it seems to be people get too layered in their own head where it's not that complicated issue. The man gave you weed. You say, okay, thank you for your weed we're going to promote it now and throw it in their bags like it's so right. already the motions have taken why what's what's the the, the beef here I, I don't i don't understand why you would tell someone you're not and, and using your stuff and but this is also the issue with this this non-vertical shit right like to if you make all these horizontal entities you don't know who grows what right i just bought this again i bought another batch of the ooh la la because i i did like him that right. first time right and uh I, and it's not the ooh lot that I'm buying it for. I'm buying it because it's uh, the Mama Chan, the 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 grower, who uh, is really good. It's a really good grower. And so I was like, all right, I, uh, I like this strain, and I like this uh, grower, so I'm buying more of that. But most consumers are not aware of the growers. Like, most people don't know. Most of them probably think cookies is definitely some strain of cookies. No, nah, it's fucking local growers is what it is in that state. Cannabis is the only thing that's going to be grown in that state. So far right
1: Right right now. Right. And so that's one of the weird things about getting ready for federal legalization that we're not ready for either, but yeah, that's it for right now. Um, you know, that, I think one of the things is going to illustrate, though, is that it's kind of the Wild West, I mean, like where you think that you're going to make some money, then you think you're at least going to get your product back, then you find out that somebody else has already sold that product and said that they were going to send it back and still hasn't paid you. You know, uh, it sounds a little bit like the Wild West, and speaking thereof, let's go to the Wild West, where an Oklahoma judge has suspend the, suspended
0: the state's cannabis seed-to-sale requirement. That was great, great, great news. Uh, an Oklahoma judge ordered the 60-day suspension of a rule requiring medical cannabis business in the state to use the metrc seed to sale tracking system the regulars had contracted for the services just metric metric Metric. yeah but this is huge because you know stopping that seed to sale process is stopping that recreational infrastructure that's what it's going to do because that's once that recreational market gets in that in, in oklahoma dude because mm-hmm. right now it is, they're they're having events. They're having a beer can palooza where they're going to have beer and Canna camping on a lake. Like people are having pot parties and not dying, folks. Like not going to jail and enjoying life. Like this we got to go
1: to Oklahoma with the tour,
0: dude. I'm just saying this is like 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 when you came to Seattle Hemp Fest and you saw a hundred thousand people smoking pot and not like getting into like the zombie apocalypse, right? And then police were walking by and just kind of playing the hacky sack. Like it was a it's a surreal experience when you're not a criminal, you know, because it's a big nothing. Yeah, it's a it's a letdown. At the end of the day, you're like, I'm
1: tired. Let's have a beer.
0: It's a big nothing because that's what weed is. You smoke it all day. You know what happens? Nothing. If I'm in the wrong state, a lot of shit's going to happen.
1: It's true. It's true. But uh, there's over 10,000 medical marijuana licenses right now. And if they do not have to do the seed to sale tracking.
0: Uh, Texas has a lot of good Oklahoma
1: weed. Yeah. For whatever reason, I can hear myself somewhere else in my house. Oh,
0: like Alexa turnovers?
1: I have no idea.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, 10,000 licenses would definitely um, – but Washington State, again, when it was medical here, and that's what I saw in Oklahoma was Washington State's old medical days was rising up. And uh, I'd say they got another good year or two to keep squashing out these uh, these bills trying to regulate them. You know, Oklahoma is where you want to be. Well, what I think the fun thing was that they said,
1: the this is nice, and I'm glad that Oklahoma is smashing, uh, the uh, dr- striking a blow for liberty in the sense that I don't like that states allow a monopolistic policy of just adopting a standard. For example, we're a biotrack state in Illinois. Uh, Oklahoma was trying to become a metric state. California is a metric state. And so it's a, it's a monopoly. And I think if yeah. that's what it is, it's like, well, they don't have to use metric, but they have to use something that would be nice because the um the a lot of software you know for managing supply chain because even if you weren't going to do the the seed to sale tracking you're going to need to manage your supply chain in cannabis yeah 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 your company you're going to be doing and your inventory right you know you're a retailer you have how many products does the average uh, washington state cannabis dispensary stock a hundred I mean, state or how many? Uh, how many different things? types of cannabis products do you think a dispensary in Washington State? Oh there? shit! Easily,
0: yeah, totally, yeah, yeah. They got 100. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's the thing, right? We we have these aspirations of like legalization, and we think, oh, uh, when uh, when it is legal, there'll be like I have a chance, right? Like to be that home grow guy out of my garage. But in the end. I want to be big enough, like I want to be a Walmart or a McDonald's. I want to be something big that because they're going to have – when you are that big, you're going to need that program, right? I have a different uh, philosophy on this. My business uh,
1: paradigm would be I want to be sold out. Like uh, if we have weed, I already want it like just based on the representation, uh, reputation of the, the brand that you have and the quality of the product. Uh, as soon as it hits the dispensary, it's gone. And then I'm, and I'm, I and mean, that's it. Like, cause like when you're in flower, you're in flower, you have 5,000 square feet or 14,000 square feet in flower. That's thousands of plants. That's just the output velocity of that building, you know?
0: Right. And you're talking uh, about you as a grower being in the grower business. Whereas right. I'm thinking more of like a, like as a hobbyist, right? So like if I was going to be a hobbyist out of my garage and just, you know, occasionally hooking up friends and maybe getting, uh, uh, selling an ounce here and there just for extra cash, but not being a full-on business, uh, you know that that pr- pr- uh, prospect is out there because you do need that that seed to sell, mar- uh, you know, program for a real business. But the hobbyists don't. You know, the hobbyists should be able to go to the farmers' market, sell some wares, and call it a day. <laughs> What if there was like a a, a license for, because like you're going to still need a license to do that. I just, I, I, well, yeah, it's the same license you need for going on market and selling beer. I mean, most places have a beer, farmers, you know, have beer being sold at the farmers market. Why not follow that model? You just got to card them card them and uh, i believe they pay like the the license fees you know like it's not like they're taking a test to sell beer they're they're,
1: the state can collect the tax i I, when i go to a a festival and i buy a beer for like ten dollars i'm sure the state's taking some
0: tax on that oh yeah totally I mean, I'm, and I'm sure there's definitely taxes in the farmers' markets, but that's that's all handheld. Like it's not something where you have to go buy a program. You have to be honest, right? There's a lot of that honesty that the, the mm-hmm. you know we, we trust you to tell us what you just did. Hmm. Well,
1: I think that regulation will eventually uh, always be a part of the market uh, and taxation, just for. Purity and control, you know,
0: well, definitely control. I mean, just like in Florida, you know, with the, uh, the corruption going on with the, the Gates probe that expands from the sex trafficking to cannabis and corruption.
1: I think right. it's kind of funny that we would talk about Matt Gates back when the Safe Banking Act and the Moore Act passed the Congress. Remember that like four or five months ago? And you're like, hey, this guy. And then fast because I didn't know him from Adam. I still don't. Now I just know that he's a skeezy guy uh, out of Florida congressman and a representative Matt Gates vacation in the Bahamas in 2018 when he was joined by a doctor who donated to his campaign and a former colleague of the Florida legislature. So that's uh, Dr. Piazzolo and Halsley Bashir were united. In their you know, enjoyment of politics, fancy travel, and the company of beautiful women. They also had another mutual interest. Florida's 1.2
0: medical a billion mar- medical marijuana market. They're trying to influence the regulated market, period. That's when you have this money and, and, and these people, you know, politicians aren't out for you. When Gads spoke, and I heard him speak, you know, he said real like Common sense shit, shit like prohibition doesn't work and all this other stuff. You're like, this is the first time this guy's ever talked about this. like like you can't tell me this is something that's you you woke up one day had an epiphany that the cannabis prohibition is the worst thing in the world. No, someone took you on a freaking cruise. You know, did a bunch of illegal stuff with underage girls. Well, think and, about it. He enjoys drugs, clearly. And so
1: how come other and then he was elected by Republicans. He's a big supporter of Donald Trump. Hey, you guys that are Republicans and like like this guy and, and understand that they do drugs as well. How about you start supporting cannabis and tell your elected representative who's a Republican who voted against the Moore Act or the Safe Banking Act in Congress last year? Hey, don't do that. You know how like you like to do drugs, and they'll say what? Well, imagine that we were at a, a at a party where nobody else is around. Remember how you told me that you like to do drugs? Uh, then they might be like, "Oh, okay, I see. My constituency is telling me they like drugs.
0: Maybe I should give it a try, right?" But but and honestly, right? Drugs extends all the way from caffeine to heroin like it well it's not a it's not a political issue
1: yeah and, and so uh, the regulation of them or the access to them is
0: something that both parties seem to want and it's it, safe access and also proper just education if 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 we if kids knew and people knew like nixon fucked all these people's perceptions up making marijuana schedule 1 and heroin not like when you when you do this then you you have some bullshit like uh reference and 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 that's how you die <laughs> cuz you think oh that I'm not going to try that that crazy reefer that, that's number 1 that's got to be the worst let me try some meth
1: yep yep i tell you man it's something else and so yeah they were trying to get the laws passed back in 2014 so that gets in uh, Zolo and the Bashirs would have had a law passed so that they would have been some of the only people that could control marijuana in the state of Florida because they actually had a long-standing nursery, and that was one of the weird things about the Florida law. For some reason, you had to have like a grove of trees or like you know a nursery uh, for whatever reason. Like, well, why did you put that that regulation in there? Now we know. Yeah, yeah. but
0: I and mean, then you still hear yourself.
1: Oh yeah, I, I could go play. What's going on over there? And uh, of course, my my phone is not in my pocket. I have no idea what's going on in my kitchen, so I can't like take us with you. Uh, you know, if you want to, you want to like um, rehash this story, I can go try to see what's going on. Of course, well, know,
0: I'll talk about the the Biden AG. That All way, right, uh, yeah. Go Wait ahead and a second. Go ahead. Let's
1: at least do the technical difficulties bumper. I'm having some technical difficulties over there. There you go.
0: All right. So the Biden AG stresses that marijuana use in legal states is not a justice department issue. And I knew this was going to be a positive, good thing. Hey, I just right. heard that background. It was your phone. Ah, got it. Nice. I was, I was streaming myself. positive. <laughs> hey, we need those clicks. Make sure you click like and subscribe. Yep. Yep. I almost
1: caused uh, an infinite loop of me being watching myself while I'm also talking to myself.
0: Tom like Tom Seption. Tom Seption. So, yeah, uh, Attorney General uh, Merrick Garland on Tuesday reaffirmed that he does not feel the Department of Justice should be using its limited resources to go after people using marijuana in compliance with state law. I mean, this is all we want, right? We just want to be citizens. We want to be just responsible adults. That's all we're doing. that's Uh, really
1: freaking awesome and then that just goes goes to show like i'm going to do some more issue on uh cbd delta eight you know stay tuned for those but you know if if they're saying we're not going to be enforcing this and the budget is going to say marijuana not medical marijuana so the dea isn't going to have any money to enforce those laws
0: what you think they're going to start busting the hemp industry that's selling delta eight Again, I think they're going to about restructuring the DEA because the DEA has to be the lab tester. You know, maybe they're going to take away the guns and restructure. Again, it's about refunding, not defunding all this police stuff, right? It's about reallocating assets and refiguring out how we do things. I mean, it's ironic that in what the uh, from the article from 2015 that uh, Pfizer Eli wait, Will- wait, oh, good. Wait, we have a
1: bumper for this one. Oh yeah. Don't get uh, – look, let's hit the great moments in weed history bumper, and then we'll get to that one.
0: What up? All right. What up, weed history? Weed history. So Pfizer, Eli, and Lilly were the original medical marijuana sellers. Yeah. How the tables have turned – Eli
1: Lilly and Pfizer were the original marijuana sellers. So Abbott Laboratories sold four in 1935. Abbott is the only company that's still associated with medical marijuana. Its research arm, Abbey V Pharmaceuticals, was recently spun off
0: as a separate company, and it manufactures the synthetic pot pill Marinol. Well, you also missed the whole section. There, in 1919, medical catalog, these companies listed several cannabis products. According to the antique cannabis uh, cookbook, almost six percent of all manufactured drugs at the turn of the century contained cannabis in one form or another. What? I think that when they lost, uh, uh, when cannabis got rescheduled, that's when big pharma was like, "Yo, lobbyists work." Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's pretty
1: interesting that uh, Park Davis became Pfizer, and they also had many of those uh, cannabis products that were there. According to the Antique Cannabis Books, almost 6% of all manufactured drugs at the turn of the century contained
0: cannabis in one form or another. Hey, this is interesting. For example, Squibb sold cannabis in powder form, tablets, fluid extracts, and tinctures. However, Squibb wasn't even the leader at the time with only 15 products interesting that they've made powder and then that that weird ass uh the can of bumps that just came out oh that terrible thing yes yeah yeah not a not, not a good look man yeah. But
1: no, that was we covered that in my my old book about uh, the ca- history of the cannabis laws when Doctor William C Woodward with the AMA like went to Congress in the 30s to testify against the Marijuana Tax Stamp Act of 1937, being spearheaded by Harry J Anslinger, and they said, "Look, we don't care that you're going to regulate this stuff." We care that you call it the right stuff because currently we are using this in medicines, but we call it cannabis indica. Your doctors have no fucking clue what you're talking about when you're calling it
0: marijuana. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, and again, if uh, you have Amazon Prime, watch the 420 documentary. They really get into the the 40 years of Anslinger's freaking rule of the you know just it was just horrible like you just watch it cringe just knowing you feel so helpless but we are so much better off now than we were like the the cat's out of the bag two faces out of the tube <laughs> yep Park Davis, which is now Pfizer, had
1: 27 different types of cannabis products. Upjohn, which I think is still a, can- a drug company out there, uh, had 30 different cannabis versions. Eli Lilly, which was in Indianapolis, sold 23. And that's one of the rumors in Indiana why they're so anti-marijuana. The, the rumor is, oh, Eli Lilly's there. It's big pharma. They don't want weed coming into big pharma. Big pharma, that Eli Lilly could have 23 new products,
0: you know. This is a neat little fact. The uh, Park Davis even worked with Eli Whitley to create its own plant strain called Cannabis Americana, which was uh, domesticated indica strain. Park Davis was once the largest company in America. Now it's a, it's a subsidiary of Pfizer. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Fast. <laughs> Make your own strain for that. Well, you know, the, uh, do you have uh, the, the uh, strain? Uh, was it GS-13 out there? Have you seen that? I've heard of G thirteen from the movie
1: American Beauty. It was the one that they had in that one, where the yeah. kid next door, who Kevin Spacey bought weed from, evidently grew it, and like you know, he had tens of thousands of dollars in a bank account, and they left and they lived a normal, stress free life. I'm sure.
0: Well, the uh, the 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 supposed origins of G thirteen was at least from uh, out here is that it was uh, created by uh, Washington uh, uh, UW. the 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 campus uh Hmm. like like a cancer research thing but again i tried going there actually and uh uh, when you go to a college they are so huge you don't know where to start like research i I try to hit up the cannabis division and they're like yeah we don't know what you're talking about you stupid stoner but uh next time start with an email maybe But, but there are out there people who have been, you know, refining and, and structuring cannabis, you know, and, and yet they still want to say it has no medical effect you know, benefits. Well,
1: yeah, they, but then they are saying something out of the other corner of their ha- mouth because marijuana moments uh, reporting that the feds announced a new standard for THC dosing to be used for research effective immediately. So what is a standard dose? That new standard unit is five milligrams. Wow. That's Interesting. That's a medically effective dose though. I mean like the smallest micro dose that I usually see is maybe like one or two milligrams, but very often it's just, I don't see anything much under five. So a five milligram dose for somebody who has no
0: tolerance at all, might be a a nice place to start. Yeah. The NIDA said that inconsistencies in measuring and reporting THC exposure have been a major limitation to studies in the cannabis use, making it difficult to compare findings among studies. You know, the, the other thing though, I mean, uh, I have appreciation for their, their measurement, but again, the, the lab testing that it's not refined and, uh, you know, uh, standardized across the board. And that's always going to be a difference of like why you're going to have THC discrepancies from state to state or TCA or Delta nine or whatever else they're looking for. Cause unless your methodology is the same throughout all, I, I personally think there's too many variants to, to be like, this is how it's going to be for, you know, the study to say that it is what it is.
1: Yeah, because then you get into terp profiles as well. And yeah. then you get into psych profiles and you know, your own morphology with how your brain fires. It's it's a very complex chemical. The endocannabinoid system is not simplistic. That's probably why we didn't discover it until the early nineties.
0: We're all know? snowflakes, and that's the thing, right? We're all these individual different endocannabinoid snowflakes that react different to Blue Dream to anything Kush. Mm-hmm. Um, Hey, we got some
1: international cannabis news. Let's get one of those bumpers and do some international news.
0: EU's biggest hemp producer sees profits grow 16, 616% in 2020. Nice. The EU's biggest hemp grower, headquartered in Holland, saw full year revenues up 43% to 17.6 million in 2020 with uh earnings best earnings before interest taxes depreciation Debitda. huh yeah never Earnings Debitda.
1: before interest
0: tax depreciation and amortization you go banker <laughs> so i mean that's a that's a like a standard uh uh, uh reference right the, I mean,
1: yeah I- and then you would use that for multiples of uh small businesses evaluations exceeding like 50 million dollars so like for the smaller businesses that 10 to 50 million dollars is kind of this weird area where you could use one of each uh mm-hmm. below 10 million dollars you usually usually you're uh, using uh seller's discretionary earnings because they're a very small business when uh determining the value of the cash flow that you could buy mm-hmm. uh, With but it's you're trying to discount a cash flow to determine a stock price
0: Got you. Yeah. So the, the numbers were in part driven by 1,089% increase in sales of the group's construction materials arising from its May 2020 acquisition of Thermo Natur. The German manufacturing of nature, uh, natural uh, fiber insulation. Right on.
1: Yeah. Nice. Natural fiber insulation. Hemp insulation. I think that that could probably be done with much less processing than making it into other stuff, you know?
0: Again, everything that can be plastic, hemp can do better.
1: Yeah, it just does take a lot of research. And so hopefully they can use these types of sales to justify some type of credit line or other capital expansion to help them build out the infrastructure that they're going to need to create more, uh, better, like using that term, more, better products uh, in hemp. It's a fascinating industry because think of all the the in you know that the the research and science that you could do in in applying that to create those types
0: of products yeah and then uh, the group also saw a 43% increase in sales of cbd uh pandemic blues maybe i don't know but uh, cuz i mean the cbd hype has already been Peak, I think he's
1: not a hype, though. That's the thing, CBD works, right? No, no, I don't think yeah. CBD is going to go down. I think CBD sales mm-hmm. in theory could continue to normalize until they're really making a serious dent in Advil, you yeah, know? Yeah. So, like, why can't I go buy CBD at Kroger? At How come I mean, go buy Advil? I can go buy, um, you know, herbal supplements there. Yeah, and I'm sure you could. I'm gonna go check next time I'm at the uh, grocery store, see if I can buy CBD. I'm not just gonna see
0: well you can buy CB flower online too just like you buy the Delta 8 so I mean and honestly if you live in a prohibition state it's a, it's a it's an okay alternative right it's not gonna hit like a full entourage effect uh cannabis does but it does alleviate anxieties it does make you feel different than you are so um try them online I have nothing in particular to uh, recommend though <laughs> yep business interest
1: in 30 billion cannabis market up 140 percent so yeah. growth, uh inks a partnership with southern Glaciers to expand distribution of its cbd infused waters to seven states
0: so yeah, uh, which one are we The three billion ones. The
1: very last one. Yeah, the cannabis industry is figuratively growing like a weed. London-based Euromonitor International says that legal cannabis is set to increase from thirty billion in twenty twenty to over ninety billion in twenty twenty five as consumers increase their usage in diverse parts of all their lives. And think about all the ancillary businesses off that ninety billion dollars, the the side businesses on them. I mean, that cash flow of just sales in is going to result in so many other expenditures for. for from you know from that that industry so that's that's awesome that these types of beverages are getting out there yeah it's that nano emulsion that was a great guest we had on oh, that yeah nano emulsion guy when we're i get no one good. of i mean yeah if Illinois ever hands out licenses and we're all pr- praying one day that'll happen i could then go to one of the infusers knock on their door and be like hey um can I buy this and get a contract with you to make these, you know, I mean, there's going to be uh,
0: real opportunities. Yeah. yeah, no, lots of opportunities. Shit. Uh, similarly, Seattle based headset, a provider of aggregate data and analytics across the legalized recreational and medical uh, marijuana market reports, substantial growth in the world's largest and fastest growing cannabis markets. So like, even like you're saying the auxiliary, right? So like headset, a data company, I mean, like, their their knowledge, their their wealth of what uh, they've been uh, uh, receiving is, you know, valuable. You know, so many, or in in the can industry, it will be the can producers or whoever the container, you know, makes. You know, there's different uh, options. It's going to be great.
1: And then the the problem is that people still think it's uh, despicable, despicable stuff. And that's why we'll have a lot more of these episodes of cannabis legalization news. Definitely. Mm-hmm. very
0: true we moving in the right direction right
1: yeah we yeah. got uh lauren's now reporting from weed
0: yeah <laughs> thanks and before we go let's shout out our new members time oh, jones yeah. tom Choi, kind mike canvas kelly stover nabi naga spliffington and edward Robert robinson
1: has joined us yeah, oh oh yeah. And i didn't mean to talk over the last one what one was that it was edward robinson All right. Yeah. Thank you so much for supporting the channel. At the end of the month, we always run our numbers and then we give 50 percent to Freedom Grow for the commissary.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, guys, thanks for supporting the channel and thanks for tuning in. Make sure you like and subscribe to keep up with all cannabis legalization news. We'll see you on Wednesday.